This is Financially Tuned with Tara Nolan from Tara Nolan Advisory Services. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Tara provides her clients and prospects the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. Your money and your plans in perfect harmony. And now, here is Tara Nolan to help you find out how to be financially tuned. Welcome to another show of Financially Tuned with me, Tara Nolan from Tara Nolan Advisory Services and my amazing co-host, Tony Shore. Thanks for tuning in to today's show called Financial Tips for the New Year. So I know for many of you out there like myself, New Year's means goals and resolutions. And, you know, studies show that almost one third of Americans planned to make New Year's resolutions this year. And we all want to do better every year. I mean, that's just something that's, I think it's ingrained in the American DNA is that we always want to try to do better. But the challenge is keeping any of those goals because it becomes a cycle where we try to do better. We make these goals and then we don't stick with them and then we beat ourselves up. And we want to try to look at some tricks and tips that are going to help you make those goals a reality. So we make it a positive experience. Well, and that's what I always love about you, Tara. Uh, you keep it positive. And it's, it's so easy uh, to get stuck on the negatives and you do have to look at the reality of the situation, but you want to try to stay positive and stay focused. And boy, when it comes to New Year's resolutions, Dara, <laughs> I, I've made a few and broken a few. That's for sure. Uh, you know, this year I'm finally want to cut down from five uh, eating pizza five days a week to three or four. I mean, you don't want to... <laughs> <laughs> right? I don't want <laughs> to bite goal. off more than I can chew, so to speak. Well, there you go. That's a great, that's a great way to start. I love it. <laughs> Doctor says you got to eat better. You got to be, uh, you know, exercise more, lose some weight, eat better. And I'm like, oh, here we go. Here we, here it comes. Don't eat so much pizza. So yeah, um, you had to go to med school for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Hey, you need to exercise and eat better and lose some weight. I'm like, oh, awesome. I would have never <laughs> known that. Right. <laughs> I went through a whole physical process, my yearly physical and, and checkup. And that's your conclusion. I knew that before I came in. So good one. Um, yeah, well, but no, we, it's, it's good to get the checkup and, uh, his advice is good. So, uh, it's just sticking to it. And especially when it comes to finances, uh, we're in a new year, Tara, and I think it's a really great time to get a fresh start and really tackle our financial goals, right? Well, th you know, this is a good time as any and tackling those financial goals. The first step is the hardest, right? Because it's getting your arms around this problem that for most people, it's like something they shove away in their junk drawer at home and they don't look at it unless they have to. <laughs> right. And, and you don't want to go digging around in it. But to get your financial plan going, the first step is you have to look at all your information and get your arms around it. And that's really the hardest part for most people, Tony, isn't it? Organization. Well, I know I've struggled with organization in the past, Tara, so you, you nailed me on that one. And it is. It's organization. I mean, uh, I've heard that it's good to write down the goals you have, like writing things down or having a written plan makes a big difference, right? Well, anyone who's uh, listened to my show before or knows me at all knows I am a huge proponent of a plan. 
Yes. <laughs> well, and, and if I have to admit it, Tony, I am a natural list maker. <laughs> well, that's good. And, and that's but, good. I, I could learn from you. And I have. I mean, you always harp on have a plan and get it in writing. I got that from you. But the, you, there's ways to do it that it doesn't have to be uh, a big, huge, onerous task. And the very the simple way to start is that you just kind of literally, if you need to, just get a big cardboard box and just put all of your financial stuff in there, whether it's uh, bills, credit cards, uh, wills, estate planning, all that kind of stuff that you have all over the house, those old IRA statements the you know from the job that you worked three years ago or 10 years ago. You just gather all that stuff and put it in a box, and that's step one, and that's check that off your list. Then, you know, the next thing you can do is then to sit down and just make a list of everything that you have in the box, and then make that step two, and you're done for the day. Don't try to, I think, Tony, the biggest thing is people will try to do, like, all these things in one day, and after about four hours, you're sweaty, you're hot, and you're saying, I'm never doing that again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's easy. It's an easy one to want to give up on right away, you know? And so then once you get your, your big list going, then that's when you can start to what I call chunk it down and organize it into to separate big categories to say, okay, this is my retirement plan. This is planning for my daughter's wedding. This is planning for my kid's college. This is my debt, like my house payment, my car payment, those kind of things. This over here is my revolving credit card debt. And you just start organizing things into big categories. And then that's when you can start to go, okay, how can I start breaking this down into some bite-sized doable pieces? And so that's what we really want to get into today, Tony, is how do we take our big, huge plan and identify some bite-sized chewable pieces that are going to get us in that direction so we can feel some positive results. Well, yeah, and that's great. I mean, you want to feel positive results and you want to be able to, uh, like you said, you got to start somewhere, make a list, set those goals, get a plan in place. That's really important. And that really makes sense. So how do people or how should we go about setting up our financial goals? Well, I just wanted to take a step back because we had been talking about an example, and, and this is near and dear to me, is um, think about if you were going to go train for a marathon, would you just get up off the couch one day and go run 26 miles? Hopefully not. <laughs> Absolutely not. Well, and, and for anyone who's been listening to the show, they know I broke my ankle last year. And, you know, throughout my life, I've been a runner. You know, I'm not a great runner, but I can go out and run, you know, three to five miles without doing a lot of training. And then after breaking my ankle, I went back to try to run Tony, whatever muscle lets you like actually do the little running motion. Yeah. It was gone. I was like flat footed oh, no. walking. Oh, <laughs> so, no. so I've had to go through this process of just, I'm at the gym, Tony. And for me, who's normally been a runner when I have like the 60 year old lady kind of patting me on the tush saying, good job, hun. <laughs> <laughs> wow. It's, it's hard. It's a little bit, I'm like, I'm a little insulted, but I'm like, that's right. Good job. Yeah, <laughs> so, there you go. But you got to give yourself a chance. And I've been working on it for about eight weeks now and literally going from jogging like maybe a quarter of a mile to up to half a mile. And now I'm at three miles now slow, 20 minute miles, but, um, it's, it's getting easier every day. That's good. And and it's starting to get to the point where I'm being able to push it up a little bit. And Tony, this is what we've got to do with our financial plan is you can't just wake up one morning and go, 
I'm going to be perfectly responsible and I'm not going to spend anything on my credit card and I'm going to start contributing to my IRA every month. You can't do all that just boom one day and expect that to happen. So you need to make a plan and say, okay, how do I, here's what my issues are, which issues do I want to solve? And then how do I start making a plan to make that happen? And this is what I love to help people, Tony, because it's hard to do by yourself because you can get the motivation and want to do it, but it still really helps to have that outside person outside your bubble help you step through and then start to think about ways to hold you a little bit accountable as well. Sure. Sure. And I like, I like that you, you say don't bite off more than you can chew. It's the old, how do you eat How do you eat an elephant? One bite bite at a time. Right. And and so you don't want to try to tackle it all at once. You'll get frustrated and that's uh, just setting yourself up to fail. So that makes sense. But going off of that, how big of goals do you recommend we make? I mean, uh, you say make goals, make a plan. Uh, What kind of stretch should we have? What kind of reach should we have there? Well, and Tony, this is where I really, and I think this goes back to my military background, is I think we need to have that big vision that like we look at our whole life. And Mm -hmm. then underneath that, think of it like if you're on a page, you know, the very top level is our vision. Mm -hmm. And the next level is our strategic plan of, okay, here's what I want retirement to look like. And I want to pay for my kids college and, you know, all the, I want to have a house paid off and I want to have all these things. That's, you know, probably 30, 40 years from now. Then the next level down is going to be, what are the, what can I do today to start working towards that goal? And then we, that's where we start listing out this, this baby steps that are going to get us to where we need to go. So for example, Tony, I have clients that are on a pretty controlled tight budget, my younger clients, and let's say they're eligible to contribute $400 a month to their IRA. Well, that's not realistic. So last year they were doing a hundred. So here's what we do, Tony. If they're feeling really stressed, I say, let's just increase it to $110 this year. Sure. $10 is not going to make and break. It's not going to break you, but it gives you is still a positive step in the positive direction. Someone who's getting a little closer to retirement, maybe they're doing uh, $400 a month. I say, well, let's push that up to 600, you know, because they're getting nearer to the goal. They can see it when the goal is closer and you're closer to touching it. It's a little easier to start working towards it. But the bottom line in either case is that you take a positive step. It's not necessarily important how big the step is, but that you have actually taken a positive action towards your goal. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's really, really critical. I mean, uh, that way you have some successes along the way, right? You do. And, and here's one thing, Tony, that I think is also, I really like this. I'm doing this with a lot of my clients is in addition to paying off debt, saving for retirement, doing those things, we also make it a point to have one account that we're setting aside for travel or that fun thing this year. Because what really makes a plan palatable is you got to have something fun in it too. You just have to. I mean, we're living every day. So, you know, we're going to retire in 20, 30 years, but meanwhile, we still live today. (laughs) Right. Right. You still have to have a life and you want to, you want to make sure that you're having some fun along the way, right? Uh, Yeah. A good plan has to encompass everything. It can't just be uh, total austerity because that in reality, I mean, if anyone who's ever been on a diet just goes cold turkey off of sugar or chocolate, that doesn't work. No, I don't care. I don't care who you are. (laughs) You're going to cheat. You're going to cheat at some point. So much better to build in some 
you know, once a week permission points. And then that makes it doable. But just cold turkey hardly works for anybody. So what you're saying is once you make that overall big plan uh, or just kind of an overall uh, broad uh, what you want to accomplish over a long term, then you, you take one thing at a time like paying off one credit card at a time. Is that what we're talking about? You know, and absolutely, and Tony, and, and now that you've mentioned it, let's talk credit card is a great, great example to use. Let's say you have four or five credit cards and mm-hmm. maybe your largest credit card debt is $10,000, but it's an interest rate of about 7%. And then say you have two or three smaller ones, <laughs> but their interest rates vary from 15 to 20 to whatever. But, you know, the big one is 10. Maybe you have one that's maybe 300, one that's about 1,000. Which one do you pay off first? Um, I've heard that you pay off the one with the largest amount on it first. So the 10,000, is that correct or no? Well, that makes sense in terms of just the straight math. And, yep. and, and if you just pay them off and you don't spend any more money and you, all the credit cards, let's just say they're set to the side and you pay off them with the highest interest rate. But how long is it going to take to pay off $10,000 versus, say, $500? Oh, yeah. It's going to take a long time. It's going to take a lot longer. And for anyone listening, it's probably not new, but it's probably new to have someone say it. Emotion is such a big part of money. Sure. The, The numbers are the smaller part. So even though it may make sense to pay off your largest amount first, psychologically, for a lot of people, it's going to make sense to pay off the smaller credit card first and then you roll it over. So you, you you make your payments to pay off the $500 card, then you take the money you were paying off on that $500 card and add it to what you're paying on the larger ah, card. That's so really you, good. Right, because you're gonna make min payments on everything because you gotta do that, but then you start making a leapfrogging it or, or just moving from one to the next, and you get to see that momentum. And here's the thing, I guess we didn't touch on it exactly, but when we do the goal setting and we make that plan, you write those goals down, and there's it's so satisfying, Tony, when you get to go back to your plan and go, ooh, this was one of my goals, check. Yeah, yeah, wow. And I think that's a great way to do it. You start and you have a small victory, and emotionally that can carry over to a bigger victory. So start with the smallest and get that win right away. Absolutely. That's, that's part of the thinking there. I like that. I think that makes perfect sense. Plus, I like the fact that you take the money that you were paying toward that and now add it to money that you'll pay toward the next one and the and so on and so forth. So by the time you get to that big $10,000 card, you're able to put more toward it and get it paid off quicker. And you've had previous victories to motivate you. Exactly. And, yeah. and then it gets, you start to get that feeling built in of that was fun. I like that. And so then that helps you start to take little baby steps in other directions, but you have to, it's, it's like a muscle, just like working out at the gym or me trying to run again. It takes a little practice, but you get better at it as you work at it. Yeah. Yeah. And you can have fun with it, set different goals or rewards for yourself for accomplishing different steps too. I've heard that. And I think that's a great idea. Well, this is great advice and it's really good to start thinking about these things I know a lot of people already are here in the new year. A lot of us are, are trying to figure out, okay, how can I stay motivated and accomplish these goals throughout the new year? Uh, Tara, this is great, but we have to take a quick commercial break. Is there anything you want to add for our listeners today before we do? You know, Tony, since this is a unique show about the New Year's resolutions and goal setting, 
What I'm doing is I've set aside 20 complimentary appointments for the first 20 callers, but when they call in, if they mention this show, we're also going to talk about goal setting and I'm going to have a handout that we can look at and go through regarding goal setting, especially as it's going to relate to their finances. So for those first 20 callers, if they ask about the goal setting, we're going to do that special for listeners of today's show. So if they want to call 719-235-5494, that's 719-235-5494. For today's show, we're going to also in addition to a complimentary discussion, we're going to look at some goal setting. So that's going to be a lot of fun. All right. Well, listeners, stay tuned. We're going to be right back with more from Tara Nolan of Nolan Advisory Services on Financially Tuned right after this. Losing a spouse can be devastating. When it occurs, there is a whirlwind of emotions and decisions that need to be made. The last thing you want to do is worry about your finances. At Tara Nolan Advisory Services, we focus on helping women and making life transitions a little bit easier. That is why we have put together a helpful guide titled, The Top 6 Things Every Woman Should Do Before the Death of Their Spouse. Give our office a call today at 719-210-4242 or visit TaraEnolan.com and we will be happy to send you a copy. Life transitions are never easy, but we can help make them simpler. Welcome back to Financially Tuned with me, Tara Nolan from Tara Nolan Advisory Services and my awesome co-host today, Tony Shore. We have been discussing financial tips for the new year. And one of the big things we've been talking about is one, how do we make goal setting fun and positive and not just a big chance to beat yourself up from what you didn't do last year? And how do we take and make some goals that are realistic and small enough to work towards our big goal but let it be a sense of accomplishment, not just this huge, oh, I didn't do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've, I've been there and done that. It's easy to get discouraged uh, when uh, you set a, a resolution for the new year or a goal and you struggle with it and it's easy to get discouraged and drop it, isn't it? It sure is. And, you know, one of the things, Tony, I think a lot of people don't know or maybe they do and just haven't done it is you want to, when you're doing your planning, write your goals down. And write them down somewhere that you can keep hold of the piece of paper. I always have my clients put it in their financial binder. And then make the small steps. But then what's fun is then you get to go back when you've done one of your items and you go back and get to check it off that you did it. And that's where you start to build that momentum. So a lot of people will think about their goals and they have them in their head. But what ends up happening for most people, Tony, is instead of going, oh, cool, I did that, it's just like this ongoing movie in their head where they beat themselves up of, well, you didn't do that again. Look what you did there. Yeah. <laughs> and we, we want to get rid of that negative stuff that goes on inside of your head as much as possible and make this a positive experience. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can see where that would be really beneficial. And, and it's like, uh, you know, uh, keeping track of your progress, tracking your progress. So um, I can imagine how seeing that progress could motivate us to keep up with our resolutions. Now, what else do people need to do to stay motivated? Well, one of the tricks is to create personal accountability, but in a positive way. Like, have you ever been on a diet and then, you know, your your spouse or maybe one of your children says, Dad, why are you eating that cookie? Yeah. <laughs> like, that kind of accountability doesn't help. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's frustrating. 
that's my accountability <laughs> but uh, hey i have three kids and believe me i know that kind of accountability yeah they're very helpful that way i'm sure they're very helpful <laughs> yep so what here's what i like to do tony is what's what can really change the financial story for your family is if you take finances from being something we don't talk about like politics and take it and make it something you discuss with your family and everyone understands it because what a great gift to give to your kids that they understand money from when they're young. They understand how it works and the, the ups and downsides of it and how credit cards work and just make that something that they know. What you can do is in the new year, you can start discussing some small goals and you can have your personal goals as the parents, of course, but you can also start to bring your kids into the process and say, hey guys, let's create this goal of a savings plan and we're all going to work on saving 10% of money that we get. So then your kids, obviously it'll be a smaller amount, maybe from their um, monthly money that you give them to spend or whatever it's going to be, but you can have a lot of fun with this and get everyone involved. And so then you can hold each other accountable. And then it also starts to build that education and good habits in your family as well. So it's, it's kind of a win-win all the way around. Yeah, that's an awesome idea. I like that. And uh, I appreciate the advice because, uh, you know, dealing with the three kids at home, uh, that's going to really help out. And I, I think this is some great advice uh, you're giving here, Tara. I'm learning. I'm making notes. I'm taking notes okay. on today's show. So how can we keep on track? How do we keep ourselves on track? Well, one of the best things that's available to all of us today through technology is automating things. So once we've gone through our budget and said, you know what, I'm going to increase the amount I contribute to uh, my IRAs and the amount I pay off of my credit cards by 10%. Figure out what that is. You set it up so it's an automatic automatic bill pay. You could do automatic um, pushes to your retirement accounts. And then once it's done, it's done. And so you don't have to think about it every month. So that way it's, it's a task off your plate and it'll just happen. And what's interesting is once you've gone through the math and you say, yep, I can work that in my budget, then it just happens and you readjust to your new budget and that just keeps going automatically. So that's just one of the really nice things that we can do um, with technology today is you can automate those processes. And it's just a matter of it's, it's an action you take one time and then a good thing happens over and over and over again. And that's the kind of stuff we like to do, Tony, because we're all so busy today. I mean, do you have an extra, is that what you want to spend doing your Saturday? Is writing no. multiple checks? <laughs> no, budgeting and writing checks is not something uh, I want to spend my Saturday doing. So one of the best things is once you've sat down with your family and you've kind of agreed on what you want to do and you figure out how much you're going to do, you do it one Saturday a month, one Saturday for the year and you, you, you put it on autopilot. And then all you have to do is every now and again you check and you get to, you just get to look at the positive side and go, hey, look, my account's growing every month. That's awesome. awesome. Yeah. That is awesome. I mean, obviously saving is a is a great goal uh, for the new year. Uh, what are some of the smaller steps for saving money? Uh, Before we even get to that, Tony, I'm just going to take one step back and I want to foot stomp this. So anyone who's listening, write this down. What's going to make your retirement dreams happen is savings. Rate of return or that magical mutual fund or stock is not going to get you there. A diligent savings plan is what's going to make your retirement work. Did I say that three times? A diligent <laughs> savings plan is what's going to make you get there. Uh, 
So let's talk about some savings plans, Tony, because this yeah. is a big thing is so many people feel like, well, I can't save for retirement because I don't have enough money to invest in the stock market. And right. here's the thing, Tony, what I have really shifted in my growth as a financial planner, I've been doing this for you know over 10 years now. And here's what I've arrived at is step one, you have to have a good savings plan first before you start investing in the market because you need to have your safe money. I have this money. This is money I know is going to be there first. And then when you have that built up, then you can start looking at accepting more risk. So yeah. here's here's what we got to do is, is, is start saving. And this is something you can really make bite size. So this is where I like to look in the budget and say, what can we shift or adjust that doesn't really make a difference to me, but frees up some money to, to start working for me and my savings? Right. So one example is, are there any subscriptions that you have that you don't really use, like Netflix or HBO or cable TV? So let me ask a personal question, Tony. Do you still watch cable TV or do you tend to spend more time with Netflix? For example, uh, I don't watch a lot of cable TV, hardly at all. Mostly just Netflix or local channels, but mostly Netflix. And here's the thing: my husband and I realized last year the only reason we were carrying cable TV was for him to watch uh, sports. Right. But when we went back and looked at it, which was fine, you know, if that's fine, that's his thing. But the college teams that he likes to watch, he's a Sooner, <laughs> and. Oh, okay. This year, they, their games were not going to be televised. They actually, the Sooners created their own their own channel. <laughs> so yep. we were like, why are we paying $120 a month to have availability of sports that we're not even going to watch? Right. Yep. And so that was an easy transition to say, you know what? It's going to be actually we're going to be able to watch this Oklahoma Sooners on a different channel. Or if he needs to, he can go to a sports bar. And then we took that 120 bucks a month. And guess what? Then that becomes money that we can just throw into our savings account for our travel budget this year. Yeah, nice. Yeah, so yeah. That's did it change? Great. Did it change the quality of our life at all? No. Didn't even change anything. It was just by paying attention. We said, "Oh, let's just transfer." So this is like one of the first things I like to do with clients, Tony. Is let's go through everything that you're doing because there's probably several things we could change, and just move money from your left pocket to your right pocket. I call it doesn't change your lifestyle at all. So step one may not even be cutting back. Step one might just be, let's reallocate and make sure everything is where we want it to be. Um, you know what, Dara? We're out of time for today's show. It just flew by. Uh, this is a great topic. Before we go, why don't you let our listeners know about that special offer one more time? Well, definitely, Tony, because this is one of my favorite things. So I've set aside 20 complimentary appointments for the first 20 callers for today's show. But when they call in, if they mention the goal setting that's going to be unique for this offer, we are going to actually have some discussion about goal setting for this upcoming year in terms of your financial planning. So for the first 20 callers, call 719-235-5494. That's 719-235-5494. The first 20 callers are going to have a complimentary appointment and we're going to talk about some goal setting. So really look forward to helping anyone who's listening to today's show, and hopefully you're getting excited about it like I am. All right. Well, I'm excited about it, and this has been a great topic. Uh, great show today, Tara. That does it for today's episode of Financially Tuned with Tara Nolan.
Join us, same time, same place, for another show of Financially Tuned. Take care, and we'll talk with you next time. Thank you for listening to Financially Tuned. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Tara Nolan at Tara Nolan Advisory Services. Call 719-210-4242 or visit their website at taraenolan.com. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Tara Nolan and Tara Nolan Advisory Services are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency. 